Don't be angry with me, Despoina. You know I have to carry out my orders. You're wasting your time, I said. You've found nothing. As I spoke, there was a tremble of fear in my stomach, thinking what he might have found if he'd come at another time. He smiled. But it was not a waste of time. After all, I met you, Despoina Ariadne. How do you know my name? It was easy. I asked someone, Who is the beautiful girl with the black hair and the proud walk, who lives in the house near the church? And they said, Ah, that is the Despoina Ariadne, the schoolmaster's daughter. His eyes were teasing me. I saw that the skin of his face was no longer red and sore-looking, but tanned light gold, and without his army cap, his hair was almost silver in the sunlight. I knew I should not be standing here, talking to a British officer in the public street, but I did not know how to get away. He went on, I didn't expect to see you here in Nicosia. Are you shopping? No, I said. You can see from my uniform why I'm here. I'm on my way home from school. He looked at my clothes as if he had not noticed them before. I thought you were too old for school. I- I'm sorry. I mean, you seemed so grown up. I was pleased to see that he looked confused. I am seventeen, I said. I am in the girls' sixth form at the gymnasium. My father believes in the value of education, even for girls. Now I must go. I cannot stand here talking to you. How are you going to get back to your village? he asked. On the bus, of course. Let me give you a lift. I have the jeep just here. I confess I hesitated, just for a second. His eyes were so blue, so sparkling with life. Then another soldier came out of a shop across the road and shouted, Hey, you coming? He said quickly, Let me introduce you to my friend. He's a nice chap, really. But the interruption had given me time to collect myself. I lifted my chin and spoke very coolly. No, thank you. I have to go now. My father would not like me to be seen riding around with two British Tommies. On the bus, all my friends were asking me about the handsome Englishman, but I made them promise not to say anything to anyone in the village. Next day, when I came out of school, he was sitting in his jeep outside the school gates. He waved to me, but I pretended not to see him. I knew it was impossible for us to meet, but I couldn't stop myself from imagining what we might have said to each other if things had been different. Next Sunday afternoon, I was sitting with my family in the shade of the grapevine behind our house. My father was reading the paper, and my mother was sewing, and my two brothers, Yanis and Demetrios, were playing backgammon and arguing as usual. When the knock came at the door, they all stopped what they were doing and looked up. Any neighbour would have walked straight in. Who could this visitor be? Then they all looked at me, so I left my homework and went to open the door. He was outside, my English soldier. Before I could speak, he took off his cap and said, Forgive me for disturbing your Sunday afternoon, Despoina. I'm not here on official business. I wish to speak with your father. Is he at home? The expressions on my brother's faces when I led him out into the courtyard 
would have been enough to intimidate most men, but he appeared not to notice. Instead, he said politely, "'Good afternoon, Kyrios, Kyria. Please excuse this intrusion. My name is Stephen Allenby. Before I joined the army, I was a student of Greek language and literature, and now I'm here on Cyprus. I'm anxious to learn as much as I can of your history and culture.' I know that you, Kyrios, are a schoolmaster, and I've been told that you are also an expert in the history of this island. I've come to ask you if you would do me the honour of allowing me to study with you, if we can arrange a time that is mutually convenient. Perhaps an hour a week? I should, of course, pay for my lessons. There was a silence. We all looked at my father, and I knew none of us believed what the Englishman had said. I knew, too that my brothers saw a very different explanation for the subterfuge.